This is Steel City Business, the Sheffield Business Podcast. Hello, I'm James Marriott and this is Steel City Business, brought to you by the team at Rebel Base Media, highlighting the great stuff happening within the business community here in Sheffield. Now, business coaches are all over the place now. But John Asquith reckons he's onto something quite unique. He's Managing Director of Action Coach Sheffield, and we met up to find out more. My name is John Asquith, and I'm the uh, Managing Director of a company called Action Coach Sheffield. Right. What is Action Coach Sheffield? Good question. And it's one of those interesting questions that's so difficult to answer because we're so many different things to so many different people. Um, Ultimately, we're a team of business growth specialists that work with um, business owners that want more from their companies. So that could be a a large multinational that's looking at growing profitability. It could be a startup that's looking at creating a plan and literally anything in between uh, those two things. Now, um, I've got to ask this, and I hope it doesn't sound like an arrogant question to ask you, but what qualifies you to be able to go and do that with companies of it's a really good all question. different sizes? It's a really good question. Ultimately, I've got a passion for people. So I've always found, in, uh, no matter what vocation I've been in, getting the best out of people is notoriously what I've been uh, I've been sort of famous for, if you like. So I've been working with companies now for 15 years, um, all over Europe, um, some large multinational organizations, and I'll go in and I'll work with uh, large teams to get them more focused, more energized, more efficient, more effective, um, all the way through to startups. So at the last count, we did a count in 2017, I'd actually coached over a thousand organizations around the UK. So um, what we talk in, in, in our profession is coaching hours. So the more hours that you have doing the job that you do, ultimately, the better that you get at, uh, at what it is that you do. So I think I'm about 12,000 hours now. So Okay, um, so this is a, a, your situation is slightly unique, I guess, in in, in the way that um, th- for anyone that's listening to this by this point, they're probably assuming that you just kind of work as a bit of a sole trader, that you're just kind of self-employed. Um, but you have got there's a there's a team of you here in in Sheffield, and yep. there's a much kind of bigger team behind that. Yeah, so um, Action Coach re- originated in Brisbane, Australia, um, in 1997. So it was it was in the somebody's back bedroom, and <laughs> what he what he worked out was that business owners are naturally good at what the business does not necessarily good at business Um, so you find people that will do um, I don't know an engineering apprenticeship will end up in engineering and work for an idiot and then decide that I'm going to work for a lunatic and I'll I'll work for myself Um, a hairdresser will uh, train in how to cut people's hair and then eventually start a hair salon so we're technically good at what we do but that doesn't necessarily mean that we're good at running a business because if you think about it, the mechanic is always fixing a car. The hairdresser is always cutting people's hair. So who's actually running the business? Who's looking at sales forecasts? Who's looking at growth? Who's looking at recruitment and systems and strategies? So what he did is he started getting a group of people together in Brisbane, Australia, loads of minds together about what makes business successful and specifically what makes small to medium-sized enterprises successful. And we put a a process together called the six steps where we work with a business owner to get a business to work for them, not the other way around. So it's very much similar to, if you think about any uh, professional athlete, actor, singer, um, anybody in the entertainment field or in sport, they all have someone that they either speak to on a regular basis or that works with them every single day that will ask them the tough questions that they're not prepared either one to ask themselves or they don't know what the question is. So 
are you doing as best as what you could? Is there another way of doing this? Um, what are the numbers telling us? What actions do we need to put in place this week in order for you to achieve your goal? What are your goals? And so much more. Um, so yeah, from, from Brisbane that went over to America and came over here in the UK, I think in 2002. Um, so in the last 18 years, there's now 230 officers around the UK um, servicing around 3,000 small to medium-sized enterprises. I'm, I'm quite intrigued as to what kind of your background is then. Mm-hmm. So what, is this something you've done all your life or, or kind of what, you know, what did you do before that? And, and what was the point where you kind of, when it clicked and you realized that this was your calling, this is what you were here to do? Yeah, so uh, I started in a sales and marketing business just, just up the road on Campo Lane, actually, right. about 20, 20 odd years ago. Um, I really enjoyed sales and marketing because uh, as we were speaking about just before we started recording, I, I love to speak to people. Um, um, naturally, you've got to enjoy that part of uh, part of life. If you do what I do, engaging with people every single day. So, I did that, and uh, I was r- relatively successful. I would suggest in sales and marketing. So, lots of people started hiring me as a sales consultant. So, I'd go into business and analyze their data and look at where the holes were, where the troughs were, and then I'd do sales training. So, I'd train the people. What I found very, and this is going to annoy a lot of people. What I found very um, early on was sales training doesn't work. It's completely ineffective. So I'll go and train a team of 25 people and say, we've looked at the numbers. This is the problem. This is what you need to do. This is how to do it. And it works for a very small portion of time. Because as that information goes, well, people will naturally go back into their bad habits. So I fell into this, actually. Uh, A friend of mine said, you need to come and look at this. That was in 2000 and. End of 2004, I think it was, maybe January 2005. And it was the concept of instead of training coach, so instead of trying to get an instant impact in a week, look at get long, uh, looking at getting a long lasting impact forever. So instead of me just going, well, do that, I'd I'd help you along a, a period of time to ensure that you got the skills, you got the knowledge. So you start asking yourself the question. So that's really how I, I, I fell into it by chance. All right, excellent. Um, you mentioned earlier that was it around a thousand um, different businesses and brands that you've yeah that you've, around that you've the UK. Helped. Um, and uh, I don't know how much you can kind of disclose on this, but um, give me some some examples of the kinds of companies and stuff that you've worked with. Yes, yeah, so every success is is different, but they're all relatively the same in regards to success. So I'm, I might work with a young entrepreneur that really wants to start a business but doesn't know where to start. Yeah. So that could be success in itself, actually getting them to starting point, you know, from an idea to a plan to action to doing a hundred thousand in a year so that's relative in regards to success i've also worked with companies all around sheffield and helped them double treble their sales in 12 months i would say the biggest success would be a a turnaround job that took a long time Uh, we were working with with somebody again i don't think i should be naming names because i've not asked their permission but um just in, in, in Sheffield City Centre, we went in there. Uh, the owner had been running the business around 30 years and high blood pressure, um, wanted to retire, but just was so ingrained in the business. Every time that he even thought about taking a step back, the business had started to crumble. And that's because he was the master of his own success. He'd set the business up to work with him. So the moment that he took a step out, it stopped working. So we did a transition phase. It took us about three years in total, but we actually got the business to a place where it worked whether he was there or not. 
Um, so business is not just business. We're all in business for one reason, to have a better life. And mm-hmm. it was the same for him. So we took that round from a business owner that was completely consumed to a business that actually sold for just under £8 million. Um, wow. But three years later, and now he's retired and lives in France. So, yeah, not, <laughs> the rest not is bad. history. Not bad. Um, other side of that coin, have you yet had someone that you've you've got there, sat down, and just thought, "This I can't Happens do it." Happens every just it. single week. So everybody knows they want more until they realise what it actually takes to want more. So um, I'm very selective with who I work. Um, I don't go out there actively looking for for clients, although I run events all around the city. But you've really got to be in a phase of your life where you know, in order to achieve what it is that you want to achieve, you don't have all the answers. And so I have a very simple selection criteria that I'll have a meeting with somebody. We'll look at where you are. We'll look at where you want to go. And more importantly, whether you're prepared to do what it is that you need to do in order to get where you want to get. Um, And I would say probably one in 20 people that I'll meet will I actually get involved with working with. Right. Wow. Okay. That's really small ratio. I thought it was much higher. Yeah. The 19 people, they'll leave my office and I'll give them three or four things that they can implement into their business immediately, which will help them get better results. Um, But... I think you you mentioned something about what makes us different, what makes us sort of stand out. I'll only ever work with somebody if I can guarantee it'll work. And there's very few people around, especially in my industry, that will do that. So let me quantify what I mean. Um, Let's say that you approached me and you said, I want to get better results in the business, but I'm not too sure how. We'll sit down and we'll look at it. And if I think I can have an impression on you personally and on the business as well, I'll guarantee that whatever you spend, whether it's £100, whether whether it's £100,000, that you'll get a return on that investment within six months. And if you don't, I'll refund you the difference. So it literally becomes zero risk. And the reason why I want to do that is I want you to know that I'm invested in you. Okay, you're investing the money, you're investing the time, but I'm also invested, so I'm prepared to take the risk with you. Mm-hmm. So that's really why it's one in 20. There'll be other people that will speak to 20 people and start working with them, and some will be successful and some won't. But for me, I have a very deep-rooted personal connection with all my clients. Um, I know you, your wife's name, I know your husband's name, I know your kids' names. I'm, I'm personally invested in you, and I want to see you successful. So I would much sooner turn around to 19 people and say, look, here's some ideas to get you on your way, if you ever need some help in the future, let's do it and work with one that that one person will work with me for the rest of their lives versus working with 20. It worked for five, 10 are indifferent. It definitely didn't work for those other five. And I'm a big believer that that's what gets your reputation. Is there a magic formula? Yes. Is there, um, are, are there traits that you see in every successful person that you work with? Yeah, they're prepared to diversify and grow. Um, I often say, and I don't know how this is going to come across on a podcast, but let it let it sink in for a second that a business will only ever grow to the level of incompetency of the business owner. Okay. So, or competency, depending on what you're looking at. So the moment that you become incompetent in an area, your business will never surpass that. So one trait is that people want to learn. They don't only want to learn, they're prepared to do something with what they've learned. And their traits in people. So that's one. The other thing is, is there any? Is there a magic pill? Is there a formula? Yes, there is. Every single business is unique, right? So they all do different things. They all do it their own way. However, there is a very simplistic way on how to do it. Um, unfortunately, though, most people don't know what that is. Um, if you think about it this way, do you know any stats on small business at all? 
Uh, no. Okay, so every hour here in the UK, every hour of every day, 70 companies start. Right. 70. That's an incredible number. The unfortunate thing is that within the first year, so even in infancy stage, in just shy 60% of those, gone. That's an incredible number. So yeah. if you think about it, just as we've been speaking, how long have we been here? Half an hour. 35 young, hungry entrepreneurs have started their journey in business. In 12 months' time, more than 17 of them will be out of business. Right. And the effects that that has on people is catastrophic. And if you think even just a business that turns over a quarter of a million quid, um, they might employ four or five people. They might have suppliers of 10 they might be working with 50. Well, when that company goes, it affects all those people. And that's because there's no compatibility checks when you start a business. To start a business, it's 37 quid, done. You're up and running. Well, would you trust a brain surgeon that just spent 37 pounds to operate on your brain? Probably not, but that's really business, isn't it? You know, um, nobody says, oh, by the way, here are the 17 things to look out for when you start a business. You've got to know this, 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 and this. And if you don't know that, your likelihood of success is slim to none. Nobody says that. They just go, all right, go on then. Off you go. Make sure that you do your VAT returns. Make sure you pay your corporation tax. Make sure that you deal with PAYE when you employ people without really telling you what all that stuff actually means. Just go do it. And then we wonder why there's so many people that just don't make it um, even past their first year. The 10-year numbers are horrendous. So 94% of companies that start up won't be around in 10 years. How do you get past that problem of people, I guess particularly when they first set up, that kind of say, oh, it sounds great, but I just, I can't afford it right now. I, 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 need, I need to you know, get a few more contracts or I need to do whatever before I can start thinking about investing in something like that. How do you it's, get past that? It's issue? really important. And it's, it's something that we ask. So when we set our office up on Sydney Street, it's a question that we ask ourselves relatively early on because most of my clients will work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis and they'll invest fairly significant sums of money to, to work with me. Well, when we started the Sheffield office, we said, What's our legacy going to be? You know, if we look back in 10 years' time, what impact we want to have? And the thing that we came up with is we, we want to empower a 1,000 businesses here in the Sheffield City region to be the best that they can be. So then we looked at the demographics of who our clients are and what do they look like, and we realised really, really quickly that based on impact in a 1,000 companies, which ultimately will be 10,000 people's lives, we need to create things that literally anyone can do. Um, so we've got programs at 25 quid a week. So if you're a startup business and you want to be successful for 25 quid a week, we'll work with you. Um, and we're, we're launching a group now to select for, for 100 people. We want to create a great community here in Sheffield where we've got anything from successful entrepreneurs all the way through to a, a, a startup that's got an idea. And we come together every three months and create a three-month strategy plan. So every three months we get 100 people together who all work together for a day, come up with some goals and what they want to accomplish in the next three months and literally week by week plan out, well, what do I need to do this week? If I want this at the end of the quarter, what do I need to do week one? What do I need to do week seven? What will I need to do week 11 to make sure that that's going to happen? So we're launching that at the end of this month. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's a really, really incredible good. thing. Now, it is application only because we've had more people want to join the group than seats available. So, again, we're very selective of the people that we want to work with. We want 100 like-minded people together because the power's in the people that attend.
if you get 50 people that are really motivated, really passionate about what they do and want to grow, and 50 people are there because it's 25 quid a week, well, the likelihood is 50% will be successful and the other 50% won't. So we want 100 people on the same journey. And when we've, when we've proofed it, we'll then get the next 100, and we'll get the next 100, and we'll get the next 100. I'm just making a note now because I've got to get my application in pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, what's the most rewarding part of what you do? Um, oh... I nearly welled up a little bit when he asked that. So for me, I'm a people person. So um, numbers are great, right? And it's great to hear somebody say, oh, by the way, we smashed the turnover target this year by 60%. Or oh, we made 100 grand more than what we thought. That's all great. Um, the moment that you meet somebody's children, they say, thanks for giving me my dad back. Yeah. You know, or um, when you meet somebody's husband and they go, thanks ever so much for giving my wife back. That's the rewarding thing for me as a father and as a husband. Lifestyle, which is the majority of businesses here in the UK are lifestyle businesses. You've got the solo entrepreneurs and you've got the large businesses. The majority in the middle are lifestyle businesses. So they're not here for world domination. They're here to get that balance right. Um, So hearing things like that are, are the most rewarding things for me. The look in someone's eye when they know that they've got somebody in their corner. Um, like if you think about it, being a business owner is sometimes a lonely place. You know, you finish at five o'clock on a Friday, you've not hit the numbers that you wanted to hit. There's lots of people that will be listening to this right now that are wondering how they're going to pay themselves, wondering how they're going to pay their team next month. And there's nobody to talk to. Like, And I've been there, right? So I talk from personal experience here as well. So for me, it would be very difficult to speak to my wife about that. It would be very difficult for me to go, you know what, I'm really worried about if we're going to eat next month. Anyway, how was your day? So you've got lots of people with lots of stresses, lots of worries, lots of anxieties with nowhere to go. So the fact that my clients on a Friday afternoon can pick the phone up and go, I'm really worried about this. Can we talk about it? And I'll give them half an hour. And at the end of that, they go, right, I know exactly what I need to do. I'm clear on it. Not only am I clear on it, I'm not even worried about paying the staff next month. We'll we'll smash that. Great. And I know he or she's going to have a great weekend. Yeah. Nobody's got that. So that's the rewarding thing for me. One of the things that I uh, love chatting to people about on the on this podcast is is their take on kind of where things are in Sheffield right now and the business scene and um, particularly people that are kind of working with some of the the new startups mm-hmm. and particularly like the digital companies and things yep. like that. Um, now you're someone that obviously has a, a fairly sort of unique insight into this because you're working with so, yeah. people in a, a very different way and in a very uh, personal way. Yep. So what what is your take on on Sheffield right now? Um, well, the numbers don't lie so numbers take emotion out of everything right so um statistically on paper we're not very good when it comes to business we have a lot of startups and we have a lot of those fail very it's in line with the uk right the uk new to we're not very good either um but what do i see in sheffield that i don't see anywhere else is probably the question that i'd ask and that's our culture our culture is so i've worked with companies you name a city in the last 15 years, and I've worked with a company in that city, and it's very rare that you see a culture. And I would say that we've still got that steel grit, yeah. that steel determination, where um, there's a counter to this as well, and I'll, I'll go on to that one in a second. But there's that grit and determination that we will make it successful. We will be, we will do it. And there's that dogged determination. I would say that's really what separates us from most of the other places where I've been. That being said, that's probably our downfall. 
Um, because we, we're, we're Yorkshire folk, um, we don't necessarily go, mm, am I going to make this successful though? <laughs> Do I need some external influence? Do I need to look at this and that? Have I got the experience? Because we've got that dogged determination, we just, yeah. we'll run through the wall without going, well, if I keep on running through walls, eventually it's going to become quite painful. Yeah. And when there's a door that you can just walk through instead. Um, so that's natural for, for most places, though. So everybody's got something unique, and what makes them unique is normally, you've probably heard the saying, your biggest strength is normally your biggest weakness as yeah. well. So yeah, but I'd say the culture. And we've got a vibrant up-and-coming scene now. Obviously, we, we'd spent a long time being the steel city, right? Well... It's not not that anymore. So you've got a lot of media, you've got a lot of digital businesses that are starting up. So there's this buzz around at the minute, which I really like. And fortunately, we're in the in the bang and, and the thick of it, which is great. Yeah, bro. Um, how do you go about advertising and promoting what you do? I know you mentioned about, um, and obviously it will have happened by the time people listen to this. But you mentioned yep. about the thing, the the thing you've got coming up at the just yep. before the weekend. Um, what what else do you do to to kind of um, market what it is that you do? Um, so we we actually do a lot of TV advertising. So people have seen us on Sky over Christmas. Right. Um, so we ran a, we ran a TV campaign. Um, most of my work comes through word of mouth and recommendation. People yeah. refer people to me. Um, but I'm also a big believer in giving back. The, um, the, the law of reciprocity that I'll receive with what I give is I'm a big believer in that. So... I've got a YouTube channel, which I've run for a couple of years. You can find me on social media, and every single week I'll do a video on a topic. Um, so not pay me money, it's, look, do this. And if anybody's listening to this that runs a business and they want to get better results, there's two years' worth of, so what's that, God, a video a week over, over so it's, it's well over 100, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of videos on, on anything from recruitment, systems, planning, sales, marketing. Just follow that. It's a great blueprint. And you ask me, is there, any, is there a blueprint? There is. Um, business is hard work, but it's also relatively simple as well. Um, the problem is we get people involved and we tend to make things a little bit more different, uh, difficult than what they need to be, right? So there is a very simple process to getting a business to work. The key to it all is following it. That's the key to it. It's like losing weight is relatively easy. All right, eat less, move more. But if, you, if you're a little bit overweight, then it's easier to eat the wagon wheel than to go on a run. Business is exactly the same. Same as life, same as everything. I'm going to turn the tables ever so slightly on yep. you here. Obviously, you're someone that your, your job is to advise people, to give people advice. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Oh, um... So my dad said it slightly differently, um, but ultimately it's Yoda is probably one of the best advice givers out there. <laughs> right. Um, do or do not, there is no try. Right. So what I mean by that is um, you've, we've all got that inner self, which is I'll give it a go. I'll give it a try. Well, the moment that you say that yourself, you've already failed. You've already set yourself up for failure or you've at least um, allowed failure to happen. So I'm a big believer in, um, I, I don't set goals with people because you hear the stats on goal setting. Well, um, who had a New Year's resolution? Probably lots of people listening to this. How many people stack, stuck to it? Probably none of them. <laughs> I think the stats were 1% of uh, New Year's resolutions actually get followed for the year. So I'm a big believer in never setting a goal. Just set an outcome. What are we going to do? Not what are we going to aim for? Because the fact that you're aiming for something, again, people will look at that and say, well, it's okay if I miss, at least I aimed. Shoot for the stars, reach the moon, or the other way around, whatever it is. Makes no sense to me. So um, just do it. 
Get on with it. Don't try. Just just get it done. Find a way. I like that. I like that. Um, what about the uh, the future then for for you and for the business? Yeah, well, I said our, our big um, sort of overhanging goal is to empower empower a thousand people in the next ten years. Um, and nothing's going to stop me doing that. It's going to happen one way or another. Um, at the end of this event, we'll be up to about 200. We've empowered about 200. So that'd be pretty cool for our first month here in Sheffield. That's not too bad. We're, we're well in advance of where we want to be. And look, the more, the more. I'm a big believer in abundance, that the more people I can help and the more people they can help and the more people... And it goes on, it goes on, it goes on. So a 1,000 a thousand business owners to impact in the next 10 years in the Sheffield and City region, that'd be a pretty cool thing to add, add to the CV. I look forward to doing an update episode when you hit that. Yeah, me 1, too. 000. Me too. Cannot wait. Um, if there's anyone listening to this that either wants to find out a little bit more or is thinking, I need this guy, this guy, this this is the guy to help me, what's the best way for people to go about that? Well, first and foremost, I make no promises, right? So um, I said probably one in 20 of people that I actually speak to will, will I actually work with. But I'll always give people my time. And, and that's a big thing for me. So whether I think you'll become a customer of mine or not, I, I really don't care. If I can help you in any way, shape or form, I will. So I would say the best thing to do is to go onto the website, which is sheffield.actioncoach.co.uk. On here, you'll find out a little bit about us, some client case studies. There's a few tests on there as well. So how effective is your marketing right now? How healthy is your business right now? So there's just some free tests that you can do to actually work out, are we on course here? Is there a few things that we can do? Uh, normally, I'll do complimentary coaching sessions. So we've got an office on Sydney Street. We'll invite you in for half an hour. Like we said, we'll look at where you are and what you want to do, and you'll leave with at least three or four ideas that you can implement into the business immediately. I even have a guarantee, um, which is if you feel that you didn't get value for that 30 minutes, send me a bill for your time. I haven't had a bill yet. So <laughs> hopefully that's the case, because I am a Sheffielder, so I'm a little bit tight. So. <laughs> So yeah, that's the best thing. Have a look at the website. We're on any social media. If you just go on any social media and search John Asquith, you'll find it. So the Facebook page, we're very really active on Instagram, Twitter. We've got the YouTube channel as well. Um, look at the website or just pop in and see us. You know, we've always got um, percolated coffee on on the go. So you can always pop in and have a coffee with us. Brilliant. We're a nice bunch. We're a nice bunch. Um, thank you very much for your time today, uh, John. And uh, yeah, good luck hitting that 1,000. And uh, I look forward to hearing about more of your success stories in the future. Good man. Great to be on the show. Find us at steelcitybusiness.com and subscribe to get our new episodes first. Audio marketing works. Talk to the Rebel Base Media team about creating a custom, cost-effective podcast for your business at rebelbasemedia.io.